0: Hi, with Julian on the Brown and a review of the remake of the Dutch film by the debut by Gustav Moller The Guilty, which was on the shortlist for the 2018 Best Foreign Language Film. It's not called that anymore, is it? I don't know what it's called now. But anyway, it, didn't, it just missed out on, a, on an Oscar nomination, but it's been remade by um, Antoine Foucault a name i struggle with um this he's a director that i have had a a great deal of interest in i his debut the replacement killers wasn't terrible i think it stood up reasonably well but it wasn't great but training day i am obsessed by cops in car films and la cop films i would say that that end of watch and colors are the three pinnacles of that uh, niche genre i've invented but i thought it was fantastic And he's had such an up-and-down journey since. So who was the guy that wrote Training Day? Because they've both had a similar directorial David Ayer. They've both made, like, films that are nearly there and then really bad ones. Um, I actually quite liked Olympus Has Fallen. I liked both the White House film. Brooklyn's Finest was so, like, the acting and the characters was just magnificent. It just never got there. And the Equalizer films were a bit of a letdown, but... I have watched them and enjoyed them more than once so eh. anyway he's um, made this film The Guilty which is a one room thriller and um, the original Danish film was um, very very well received and basically it tells of a corrupt policeman or a potentially corrupt policeman who's about to face corruption charges the following day uh, testifying in court over the killing of um, a criminal uh, in circumstances that Cole rittenhouse might be sh- ashamed of um, and he sidelined during the course of this you know months of leading up to the trial by becoming a 911 operator so whenever you've shown the emergency services he gets your call which is actually a fascinating world it is an amazing world and i don't know that that's a job i'd like to do particularly I mean, it is a pretty terrifying universe, isn't it? It's not like you're getting happy calls all the time. I was thinking about this the other day, like what jobs in that sort of realm would be good? Imagine being working in the immigration office where you give people their citizenship. Every day would be great. It would be superb, but not picking up 911 calls. This time around, Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, this is basically a one-room thriller, and Jake Gyllenhaal is front and center of the entire movie and he plays the potentially corrupt cop who is suffering from the effects of intense anxiety as he tr- struggles to deal with the pressure of leading up to this trial one of his closest friends is testifying in the morning and clearly going to lie for him in a way that would probably make him just as guilty his ex-wife wants nothing to do with him he keeps trying to phone his kid it's three in the morning that's another interesting part of the film it's a it's an overnight shift in this like casino like room where there's no indication of time or light outside or anything because I thought it was in the daytime and then at one point I realized no it's actually like three in the morning and Gyllenhaal doesn't get on with his um compadres And we get, you know, this is a fascinating world. People phoning up with these really oddball requests or a guy is obviously being ripped off by a prostitute and, um, you know, there's um, less sympathy for some of the callers and so on. It's a great world. But the whole film revolves around a missing woman. A woman that phones him up and in a very cryptic, very frightening way tries to send signals to him. And this woman is really good actually, and she's played Riley Keough. I have really, really appreciated this uh, actress since I saw her in something I've reviewed very recently. I'm gonna have a look, so you might as well wait. The Lodge. She was a lead actress in The Lodge, which I think was my fourth favourite film of last year. And The Devil All the Time, that really undercooked uh southern pot-boiler. She was great in that as well. And she plays this discombobulated voice. All the other actors in it are voices that you hear over the thing. So Jake Gyllenhaal is, uh, at first, she seems a bit of an oddball. And he passes that there's something going on here and that she's potentially being kidnapped. He tries to send her signals, to, and she does indeed... Basically, say that her something has happened. She's had a, a relationship with a partner that's gone very wrong, and is legally blocked from seeing her. And it sounds like the partner has turned up to her flat, and something has happened to their infant child. And it seems like that he's travelling across state with her in the car with him on the way to kill him, killer. And that's the basis for the movie. And it's a um, it's a chilling premise and it's really it's really quite well done um the machinations of of what's going on it's not got stellar reviews but some of the uh, Antoine Fuqua's uh, films have been really bad I definitely don't think he does a thing wrong here um it might be quite liberating for directors to do one room films um I've, I've actually seen people can com, com critics complain that Jake Gyllenhaal's performance is too good He's an absolute powerhouse here. He's phenomenal. But they said that um, it detracts from the systemic nature of the problems that arise from both the scenario of the corrupt cop and of the woman on the road. They're more systemic in the Danish one, whereas this becomes Jake Gyllenhaal's world. There are some very good twists and um, I kind of saw one of them coming a little bit, but when it does it is really chilling and, and it's kind of pulls the universe from out under your feet, which leads to lots of ramifications for Jake Gyllenhaal's um, journey throughout this film. I, I thought the director didn't get in the way. Um, I thought it was really dynamic. Jake Gyllenhaal is... It might not be a well-enough-received film for him to get an Oscar nomination, but he gives a powerhouse performance here. It's its one of those... It's, there's this whole genre of anxiety movies, and I'm not sure I'm really up for this. Like Uncut Gems. As they're like this whole genre now of films where everything's falling apart for the main character, and you just sit with them... Throughout the duration of the movie where everything's getting tenser and tenser. This is one of those films. Um, the voice cast is excellent. Ethan Hawke pops up. Um, who else? Riley Keogh is like this. It's almost got a David Lynch feel to it, her performance. Like she's this discombobulated voice. And a lot of what she says is it's sort of weird. It's like this uncanny valley of weirdness where you can't quite place what's going on and you know something is wrong. And it's a film about us ascribing what we feel is wrong to situations based on our predetermined views on the world as well. So I thought this is a lot more solid than it's been given. It's riveting and it is, um, I thought, very exciting. I thought it's got some uh, good good twists involved. And um, it leaves you with a bitter feeling as well. It's quite bitter by the end. So I think it's underappreciated. I'm going to give uh, The Guilty, a wonderful performance by Jake hall and a a clean performance by director Antoine Fuqua and a seven and a half out of ten. Very solid for, for